the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Where's my next meal going to come from? What am I going to do? What am I going to cook? It's awful. Going without parts. But you just adapt to it. Try to do my best. What we can. That's me and my husband. We have three children at home. Keegan, he's four. Ayla, she's nine. Cheyenne, she's two and a half. How do you know your neighbor isn't poor? How do you know your neighbor had a good breakfast this morning? You know that for sure. And is it your responsibility to take care of your neighbor? If you drove into town, you probably wouldn't think anybody was hungry. But yet there's so many people in need. It's amazing how much money it takes today. If they have a car payment, they got a house payment, they got, you know, everything paid. And then they get just a little bit over minimum wage and they're driving 30 miles to work. There's just not enough money to go around. I mean, it's just, it's just part of life. When you have people come in and they tell you their stories, you can't turn your back on them. No way could you. No way. My husband works. He's a truck driver. He's stressed. He tries to do his best for his family and he always feels like just giving up because he works, but yet money-wise coming in is a lot less than what has to go out every month. It's never enough to buy groceries and pay for bills. Either we pay our bills or, you know, if we pay our bills, we don't eat that good. You know, I always try to make sure that supper is our big thing before we go to bed. I try to have whatever we have so the tummies are full when we go to bed. I mean, I, we try to do our best for it, but it's not enough. The voices of struggling neighbors, maybe even co-workers, maybe even folks that you've gone to church with. You know, when we think about the issue of homeless and the broader challenges, the problem with having no place to call home is it gets cold and wet outside, particularly this time of year. The problem with hunger is once you feed a hungry person, they get hungry again. The problem with addiction is with nothing worthwhile to replace it, addiction keeps coming back again and again. In the end, there are no easy answers, no quick fix, no one-time solution, as my guest tonight, I think, will certainly help us better understand. He is the Chief Executive Officer and Executive Director of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, and may I say a very warm welcome and Merry Christmas to Bram Begonia. Bram, welcome. Good to see you again. Craig, it's great to be here. We love being here at KFAX with our family. This is... um kind of a repeat performance, <laughs> and I, I sort of in a masked way alluded to that in, in my opening comments, in so much as some people will say, well, gee, I remember Bram was along for a visit on KFAX radio and talking about the needs for the homeless during Thanksgiving, and that, well, seems like just a, a, a week ago or an eon ago, um, and here we are yet again, and as I point out, the irony is with people that are hungry, you can give a person a meal to eat for today, but as any parent 
who has kids <laughs> knows uh, that doesn't last long. And before you know it, folks get hungry yet once again. And this, you know, we talk about this time of the year is the busy season for everybody with the holidays. But I don't think it's any more busier than it is at the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Yeah, we had a great time, first of all. And we want to thank all the listeners and all of our donors and supporters who helped us with the uh, Thanksgiving push and the and the turkeys. And we call it Boxes of Hope for a reason, Craig, because we took all of that and we had an amazing giveaway uh, in Contra Costa County. But this last weekend, this very last Saturday, we took all the excess, right? Because so many more donors come and think, can I give you two turkeys or five turkeys? And all of a sudden you have 300 extra turkeys, right? So we took all of that and took it to Solano County and partnered with the church here and had an amazing giveaway. We helped 440 men, women, and children, and we were really the Bay Area Rescue Mission, which is beyond just Contra Costa County. And that's the hook but we're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're having a great time. We're restoring hope, giving hope to people who were not looking forward to the holidays because they didn't have much to celebrate. That's what they think. And then we remind them there's much more than just material things. And we had a great time serving that community. This is a sense of kind of God coming down and surprising everybody. Um, we celebrate the fashion in which God came down. And if you know Bible prophecy, to no surprise of any who do. <laughs> but at the end, God coming down in the form of Jesus Christ and uh, being that hope. Um, and in many respects, the volunteers, the staff, the donors who are kind of the, the, the gasoline that drives the engine of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, um, really come down, show up, and perhaps even surprise in a good way people that are hurting, people that are hopeless, people that look at this time of the year not with a sense of joy and delight. I remember as a kid, it was all about the Christmas tree and the lights and, and uh, going to church on Sunday or, 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 or Christmas Day and all that that meant. But so many families, this is a frightening time of the year for them, isn't it? Yeah, and we, we can get overwhelmed when we see how many people sign up online for our events or who's going to be standing in line and do we have enough help? We have a lot of men and women who are in our programs that can help us and then the Lord always provides. So we had nearly 100 volunteers show up on Thanksgiving Wow! to help. The ones that weren't registered, Craig, right? And they just remembered, like, oh, I've been blessed this year. Let me, let me help. Yeah, you know, I love that because like, that sense of thinking beyond just, me. Is, right. you know, I know it's going to be interruptive to my day, and i got a turkey in the oven. But to stop for a moment and say, hey, I want to be thankful for what it is that God has blessed me with and sort of play, play it forward in a sense. I love that. And what I love, it's not just the people you're thinking, oh, the regulars, you know, the moms and dads. No, mom and dad are passing on this tradition of giving sacrificing, giving up, doing other things for their family, right? Instead of going to the movies or seeing the new thing that's out, saying, no, we're going to spend this day serving. And they're bringing in their teenagers and the young ones, and it's becoming a family affair to see we can give. There's a way we can get involved. It's it's not overwhelming if we do one family at a time. We serve one meal at a time, and it's really a great season to get involved. Let me ask you a question that some might think to be, Rude. Others might think to be too obvious. Um, others might say, you know, I've been wondering that myself, but I've been afraid to ask. When we think of uh, the fact that we just came through Thanksgiving, the fact that the issue of homelessness is on the news almost nightly. If it isn't a homeless encampment that caught on fire, it is neighbors that are upset about tents that are in front of schools, whatever the case might be. It's a topic that I think many people, perhaps over time, grow weary of. 
they grow perhaps even numb to the subject. So let me pose that slightly inappropriate off-color question, and that is, from your perspective, why should we care? Yeah, I get that question a lot because people can become very cynical. Like, uh, it's just the needs are growing, right? And I remind people that we actually, the entire organization, the Bay Area Rescue Mission, we're just a conduit. And that's, if we remember that, that we are the conduit to those that have, to those that have not then our role is just really connecting people mm-hmm. and passing it on. And so we have people that are givers, right? And then they realize, oh, you know, my neighbor doesn't have a turkey. And now they, uh, I can't ask the Bay Area Rescue Mission. I've, you know, I've already written a check to them. But yes, you can. You can ask us because we have the, the resources now. You want to get two or three turkeys to give to the needy families in your neighborhood. That's what we're here for, Right. And so we can impact one family at a time. And, and when you see that change, you know, when we uh, there's an organization that gave us 72 brand new bicycles. Right. It's, it's not Christmas yet. And we just gave this out last weekend. And we take that to another another county. And that kid, maybe it's the first bike he's had or mm-hmm. the first brand new bike he's had. And he's looking at that bike like it's a brand new car. Right. And the joy that's on his face, you can't replicate that. And so why should you get involved? You can say just for that one moment. You take a picture with that kid, that kid's very grateful. And that can change his outlook, his whole being, his... And then you can say, well, why? And then you can start explaining because you were created. You can get behind it. You were created for a reason. You have value. You have worth. You were you were brought to this earth for a reason, right? There's a God that loves you. And so it just starts with one thing to turn that, you know, that, uh, you know, this is this, the season of anticipation, right? Of Christ coming, the season of Advent. And some people are not looking forward to the season, right? I don't have... The resources to take care of my family or put that dinner on the table or do what my friends are doing, right? There's so many things going through their mind. But when you can do that one thing, you've already made that child's day, their year, and the end of the year. I would imagine some did not expect in you joining me on the conversation tonight that um, great, wonderful Bible teachers here on KFAX, that you would necessarily start the hour with some profound theology. But you've done just that. And let me me explain my my viewpoint. Um, That imagery, that picture of the Bay Area Rescue Mission serving as conduit. And of course, you know, for an electrical engineer, that means that conduit is that tube in which the wires run, the electricity flows from one point to another. It turns your stove on to be able to cook a meal. It brings electricity to light the light, to brighten your home. Um, Very much similar to a pipe that, that brings water through it from the city service into your home, into your kitchen, bathing, all of that. And to think of that example of the conduit as keeping that flow of God's love, because at the end of the day, the Lord shows his compassion toward people through us. He uses us as the means, as the mechanism by which he would bless people and encourage people and and be there for people. And so to think of us as being a part of that conduit and wanting to make sure that that flow of encouragement and hope and God's love and meeting needs, just as the master would have us do it. That, I think, in the end, answers the question, why should we care and why should we keep going? Because we need that flow to continue. We don't want that flow of people's awareness of God's mercy, God's love, 
God's compassion towards each and every one of us. We don't want anything to interrupt that. So if you see yourself as helping to facilitate uh, that conduit of the Bay Area Rescue Mission and keeping that water flowing, that electricity flowing through the conduit, that conduit of love, then your participation is really key. And I think it's important at the very onset, and then I'm going to share a telephone number. I think it's important that people understand, Bram, Bay Area Rescue Mission doesn't have some big, massive foundation behind it. You hear about, you know, the MacArthur Foundation, the Ford Foundation. No big foundation behind it. There's no big government grants that come rolling in, and you're saying, my goodness, we just don't know where to stack all the money. Um, It is really individual donors, some churches, but largely individual donors and business people that are the mechanism that keeps that flow through the conduit of the Bay Area Rescue Mission providing hope and encouragement to hurting people in the Bay Area. Yeah, I don't mean to get political. It's not Bidenomics. It's not, it's not Maganomics. It's God's economy. <laughs> right, Craig? It's I God's it. economy. Amen. And, and if there's no, if there weren't people in need coming here, where would we give the extra 300 turkeys? Mm-hmm. We budgeted for it. We use our money wisely. We're, you know, we're a top, we're 99 score on Charity Navigator, right? So we are a trusted organization that does the best that we can, and we stretch that dollar as far as we can. But when we get blessed with the companies going, we just want to buy toys, and they're going to buy 3,000 toys, and they send it to us. What are we going to do? <laughs> what, what are we going to do with those toys? We need to business. give the toys to the kids that need the Amen. toys, right? Amen. So um, it's all God's economy. He has it all sorted out ahead of time. And when we're faithful to him, he works it out. We want to encourage you to keep that flow of love moving tonight. And uh, in the first of two evenings, focusing on providing needs for hurting Bay Area families here at Christmas time. And uh, good news. There is a grant challenge which will double your giving today. So, for example, with a $50 gift, thanks to the matching grant, we'll be able to provide Christmas boxes of hope to two needy families. That's going to provide enough food for about 25 meals per family. And, uh, wow, what a difference that's going to make to brighten Christmas. As I mentioned in my opening remarks, you can give somebody a meal today, but guess what? They're hungry again tomorrow. And so, in the spirit of Christmas, in the spirit of keeping that conduit flowing full of love, in the spirit of demonstrating to hurting families at Christmas that God really cares. Let's step up to the phone and make a difference tonight. Every dollar you give, fully tax deductible as you think about your end of year giving, and every dollar you give tonight will be matched dollar for dollar. It literally will double the impact that your gift will have. So tonight, for example, a gift of $100 will provide Christmas boxes of Hope Meals to four needy families, again with the match, supplying enough food for some 25 meals per family. That is 100 individual meals. And you know what? You can't do that at home. Even if you're trying to do it on mac and cheese, you can't do it for that amount at home. So be a blessing. Be a part of keeping that conduit filled, that pipeline filled with love and encouragement and hope to needy families here in the Bay Area this Christmas. 888-367-5329. That's the toll-free number to call with your pledge tonight. We've got a great group of volunteers from the Bay Area Rescue Mission who will take your pledge call. 888 367 
5329. 888-367-5329. Remember, as always, if you're near the computer, you got your cell phone in hand and would rather give that gift online, you can do that easily, too. Go to kfax.com and click on the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. That's kfax.com or call right now and get a chance to greet one of these super volunteers here tonight from the Bay Area Rescue Mission. They're standing by to take your pledge. So let's hear from you. 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Or online anytime. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at kfax.com. So I got involved in the mission by joining the program through years of addiction and being homeless. It was a dreadful time. I was... My family didn't want anything to do with me. I had no job, no no home. Pretty helpless. It was a constant feeling of shame. And I had restraining orders and stuff against me. I, I was a monster. When I first joined the program, I was skipping for days. It was just the happiest feeling to finally not have to worry about where I'm going to sleep. I'm actually going to get to eat today. Living with 35 guys is an automatic difficult situation, but no matter what your worst day is in the program, it's way better than your best day in your mess. I had been a Christian for years, since probably about 10, and I always knew God was watching. But this time, I'm not ashamed of what I'm doing. A family, a wife that loves me, that's a wonderful person, and then my little guy, he's just the best gift. 888 They say proof is in the pudding. I don't know who says that, but somebody says that. And if you're looking for the proof in the pudding of the difference that your giving makes in keeping that pipeline, that conduit of love flowing, there's an example. There's Leo who's been involved in the Bay Area Rescue Mission program. You heard him say he had restraining orders against him. He was not a nice guy in his own words. But no one is beyond the reach of the ability of the gospel of Jesus Christ to change hearts and lives. And today he is a walking miracle. Why? Because somebody like you went to the phone and dialed 888-367-5329 and said, you know what, even at Thanksgiving I want to, or Christmas, I want to be able to provide meals that can brighten somebody's day, give them some hope, and maybe it's the meal that brings them in off the street. And then a kind word from somebody on the Bay Area Rescue Mission staff that then encourages them to stay for chapel service, maybe even stay the night, maybe even decide to enroll in the program as Leo did and have his life completely changed. That's the difference your giving makes. 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. Well, once again, doing double duty. She doesn't need to sleep anyway. Uh, lots of coffee and uh, <laughs> gives her all the energy necessary. Mm. I think Jordan Michaels, uh, about a half hour away, coming up on about 12 hours here. But that's okay. Keeps you out of trouble. Hey, Jordan. Hey. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to you, Bram. Great to have you guys with us on I'm here with our volunteers, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say their name real quick so you guys can say hi, okay? So we have Kiala. Isn't that a cool name? Kiala and Lorraine and Harley and Barbara and Jose and Wayne. You guys say hi. 
<laughs> wow. Okay, okay. We They are saying, please donate. We need you to call. Our lines are open and ready to take your call. I'm going to give you the number, 888-367-5329. It's 888-367-5329. And, Craig, I want to give you a little update here. Can I do that? Please do. Okay. We're going to, uh, we've got a, a gift here from Michael of Scotts Valley. He said, you know, I I heard this on the air, and the Lord just put this on my heart to give. I want to give $50 to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. So, Michael, thank you for that. And also, to let you know that that $50 turns into $100. So, we're so grateful for that grant. And Shirley of Fremont, $500. Thank you, Shirley, for that. That turns into $1,000. Wow. So, Jackie of South San Francisco, is that your area, Craig? That is my well, area. Yes, See, indeed. That's home. That's probably your neighbor. So, she wants to give $75, and that turns out to $150. So, thank the Lord. So, I'm going to give you the number once again to call. It is 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. Thank you, Jordan Michaels, back in the call center. Let's keep Jordan busy there, and uh, we'll look forward to another report in just a moment. Meanwhile, here's your chance to go to the phone. Don't forget, every dollar you give tonight will be doubled dollar for dollar. That dollar gift, let me give you an example. If you gave a gift today of, say, $50 with the matching grant, that will provide Christmas boxes of hope to two needy families. Each one of those boxes provides enough food for about 25 meals per family. That means you're going to be a blessing for, my goodness, the better part of a week. What a way to celebrate Christmas. So make that call. Give that gift right now. 888-367-5329-888-367-5329. Bram Begonia, the CEO and Executive Director of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, is in studio with me tonight. And Bram just handed me a copy of um, one of the more recent annual reports. Um, Of course, 2023 is not over with yet, but get a load of this. You want to talk about making a difference? In 2022, the last full calendar year, with partnership from people just like you, do you know that the Bay Area Rescue Mission, are you ready for it, served over 1,606,178. I have an idea of somebody like at Costco that stands there with a clicker at the door. One more meal, one more meal. <laughs> Must wear that thing out. 1.6 plus million meals given in one year. That's astonishing. And that's nearly a $500,000 increase from the year before. Wow. And so that's not just the meals, the hot meals we prepare. It's the partnership meals that we support our partners with. It's also people standing in line every single day uh, receiving food boxes. So they're lining up every day. One o'clock, the line's open. They're coming through the line, and we're, we're preparing all those boxes. And that, of course, comes through that the food pantry. And I've been there That's several right. times. That's a well-oiled machine. And think about a small version of Costco with pallets of food and things and goodies stacked, and you guys box them up, bag them up. Folks come and receive that. That's a lifeline for so many people, Bram, that otherwise would say, you know what? By the time I'm done paying my rent, putting a little gas in the car if I've got one to get to work, maybe having to pay my copay for my medicine, if I'm lucky enough to have insurance, and many people aren't, mm-hmm. there's not a lot left over. They say, run down to the grocery store. Have you gone to the grocery store lately to see, even just to get the basics for a family or three or four, you're not going to get out of that store for under $300. It's just not possible. Yeah, it's it's really a burden lifted, right? And like I've said before, you see an ebb and flow of 
The lines are long every day, but you can tell when the EB2 cards have run out. You can tell when the paycheck is gone, right? Because the lines will be longer. And so we really are that safety net, if you will, for people who are okay. I can get, I can stretch my my uh, food bill this month for this long, but then I'm going to need some help for these last three or four days. And that's really what we're there for. We're there so that when people are like, I, I need help, we're there to support them. Now, let me ask you another tough question. Some people listening right now will say, but Craig Bram, come on, guys. Craig, you even alluded to this. People will always be hungry. I mean, this is just a never-ending cycle. I look at homelessness on the streets, and I think to myself, why doesn't somebody do something about this? How can we go back to a time in America when there weren't so many people that were struggling, when there weren't so many people that were dealing with addictions and homelessness. So even if I support the Bay Area Rescue Mission, I understand you guys are doing a good job in providing all these wonderful meals. And, and I understand that it takes listeners like me to, to write a check, to call 888 and make a donation. But if folks are just going to be hungry again, what's the point? Where is the real difference that's being made in the lives of people that, for example, come through that line at the pantry when the money on their EBT card runs out? How is, the, how is their life being made different mm-hmm. by the Bay Area Rescue Mission? And everything we do, right, we're doing two things in our mission. We're meeting the needs of the community and we're proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we will give a hot meal. We'll give a shower. We'll give you a place to stay for the night. And that's all to help you in your current moment, right? We'll send you to the class, addiction class, recovery class, whatever it is that you need, your current need is. And there's many different needs, those that need, that have mental illness and so forth, right? But once that need is met, we're hoping hearts will be softened and people will be ready as we point them to the foot of the cross. So the secret sauce, when you talk about people that, for example, come in for a meal, stay for the program, beat their addiction, come to Christ, Go through life skills classes, learn how to gain a trade, for example, through the culinary class store, uh, uh, school at uh, Bay Area Rescue Mission. And then once they graduate, they go back into the community, not back on drugs, not back to stealing, not back to living on the streets. They've got an education now. They've got a GED. They've got a job. They have respectability. And the best thing is the cycle of addiction and poverty and homelessness has been broken and and they have a new relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'm going to suspect that's really the secret sauce in all of this. It's the same answer today, yesterday, and forever. It's still the, it's still the key when we have partners visit us. Department of Justice, Child Protective Services, the mayor, the entire city council, legislators, they come to visit us. We, we've not called them and say, can you come here and see what we're doing? They're calling, can we come and do a tour next week? They're coming because they've heard that our programs are successful, and they want to know what is the difference. What's the difference in your program? They're not, it's not their funding. <laughs> They're not funding us, right? And that's the difference. We have a Christ-centered curriculum, right? We're doing all the other things, trauma-informed care, helping people get off addictions, all those things. But then there's Bible studies. There's chapel times. There's a chapel service every day, right? And you're going to see those transformations, those stories that are really miracles that are taking place every day. That is the difference. It's a relationship with Jesus, and now the entire outlook 
on Life is Different. So if you go online today to kfax.com to give your gift and you click on the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner, you're going to see the Bay Area Rescue Mission's logo. What's notable about the logo is in the very center of the logo, depicting the Bay Bridge, but also depicting that bridge of Jesus Christ between mankind and God. And at the very center of that bridge, please note in the logo, is the cross. And at the very center of what makes the Bay Area Rescue Mission so different and so uniquely successful, same answer. It's the cross, as you just heard from Bram Begonia. So if you want to be involved in a ministry that's making a difference, if you're somebody who perhaps either quietly under your breath or maybe even out loud looks at the homeless issue and people on the streets pushing shopping carts and and tents along the side of boulevards in San Francisco and thinks, why doesn't somebody do something about this? You can be that somebody that is part of that pipeline, that conduit that allows the love of Jesus Christ and the life-changing power of the gospel to keep flowing. The more you give, the more you enable and empower the Bay Area Rescue Mission to do more, to impact more lives. You want somebody to do something? Starts with you and me. And it can be an easy act by simply going to the phone and calling 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Remember, your gift today is going to be double dollar for dollar. Isn't that amazing? A group of benefactors have come together once again, as they did at Thanksgiving, now again at Christmas, saying, we believe so much in the difference the Bay Area Rescue Mission is making in its ability to demonstrate Christ's love without limits that we want to help double the impact by matching every single dollar you can raise through KFAX listeners tonight. So if we end up the evening with a $5,000 accumulative total of giving from listeners like you, that'll mean $10,000 will be available to provide meals, to keep the doors open, to make sure that the rehabilitation program is available, to make sure that the new women's shelter is available for women that are coming in off the street, oftentimes escaping horrible circumstances of domestic abuse and things of this sort. The resources to help, again, keep that love flowing through the pipeline are what you provide this evening. No big foundations, no government grants. It's the partnership of local churches and people just like you and me that are making the difference making sure that flow continues, that flow of hope through the pipeline we call the Bay Area Rescue Mission. 888-367-5329 and your chance to go to the phones. We've got a great group of volunteers from the Bay Area Rescue Mission that are answering your calls tonight. So let's go to the phone. Remember Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or Discover. A gift of $50 tonight with the matching grant provides Christmas boxes of hope that'll provide meals to not one but two needy families supplying enough food on average for about 25 meals per family. What a blessing you can be this Christmas. 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. If you're closer home to the computer, just hop on to kfax.com. Click on the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. kfax.com or right now, 888-367-5329. Make that call right now. At one time, there wasn't no one there. And one day I was sitting down and I was saying, who was the last time? You know, I was truly happy because I wanted to start getting high again. And it came to me 
the last time you was truly happy is when you was taking your boys to church. <laughs> Two weeks later, I wind up here. <laughs> so God is amazing. You know, he He have answered my questions. I mean, he pop up and show out in my life. I'm a living witness. I am truly blessed. And being a blessing tonight is the opportunity before all of us. 888-367-5329. That's the toll-free number to call. <clears throat> Pardon me. Your gift in partnership with the Bay Area Rescue Mission tonight as we are working to help bring encouragement and hope into the lives of needy individuals and families across the Bay Area this Christmas. Don't forget, during this time of the year, as you think about end-of-year giving, your gift is fully tax-deductible. Tax and tonight, thanks to the uh, generous matching grant, that's been made available. That grant challenge will double your giving today. So even if you gave a dollar with the matching grant that will provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. $5 will provide five meals. $10 will provide 10 meals and so on. Believe it or not, as we heard earlier from Bram Begonia, the Bay Area Rescue Mission last year provided over $1.6 million meals. And this year, can you estimate, Bram, how many meals approximately between the Christmas boxes of hope, folks coming to the mission directly, people coming to the pantry. Any any idea as to what that number looks like? It's an increase in all the categories. <laughs> we don't have the final numbers yet, but uh, the pounds of food that we're re- uh, recovering in food recovery services, uh, we've partnered with uh, Amazon, who's actually picking up food for us now. Can you believe that? So, wow. <laughs> so um, uh, we're partnering with the Food Bank as well. We're Second Harvest. We're a large partner of theirs. And um, the amount of food we're collecting, the amount of food we're giving out, the amount of boxes of hope we're giving out, it's all increased. So God's been uh, showing us ways that we can meet the needs that are taking place. So as the need grows, of course, the opportunity to meet that need has has been, by God's grace, growing. But it doesn't happen without partnerships with people like you. Again, we help to keep that flow of love and ministry through the pipeline called the Bay Area Rescue Mission flowing. So make sure you're giving a gift tonight at 888 Any level you give at will be matched dollar for dollar. So with the matching grant, even as little as a dollar will provide a meal. Hopefully you get a chance to see your way to do something a little bit more tonight. $50 gift with a matching grant provides a Christmas box of hope to two needy families supplying on average enough food to help provide a family with about 25 meals each. The mission is going to distribute hundreds of these boxes this time of the year, but not without your help. 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. Back for a return visit, and I, I say return visit only because because we had a chance to visit on tape um, a number of weeks ago and, and shared a little bit of his, his story. And, Jose, good to see you again. Nice to see you. Tell us a bit about your story again. Um, you worked as a professional man for a lot of years. Yeah, electrician, yeah. And um, went through some bad decisions, some bad choices. Right. And in many respects, it was the power of a praying mother. Right. That got you through that experience with the uh, California penal system. Yeah. That's 15, we'll, yeah, 13 years, two months, and 17 days wow. straight. Not that, not that you were keeping track. No. Wow. <laughs> but your, your, your mom was a woman of faith. Yes. And she was my she, best friend. She prayed you through that. Yes, she did. And when you came out, you came out a different man, didn't you? I did. I did. I, I came out and I was... 
I went to work. I went I went right to work two weeks after I got out against my advice of my family. They were saying, hey, you did so much time. Just relax and take your time slowly and adapt to society. But I was always a workaholic. I started at age 16 working, and I just... I. Against their advice, I went to work two weeks. Two weeks uh, later, I'm working for 3D Electric out of Benicia, wow. and uh, I was working. I was working for four years straight, doing good, and uh, still, still uh, walking with God, and everything was good. You know what I mean? And uh, my mother always prayed for me every night before I went to sleep. Before I went to work, she blessed me. You know, and uh, my mother passed away four years after I got out. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that, people that are really tight family people. Will know an experience like that. You can feel as if the bottom has literally fallen out. Right. I was her only son, and the youngest of three, of four. I three older sisters. They just said, "Oh my goodness, I was spoiled." I was her only son <laughs> the, and the baby. The others didn't have a the chance. They didn't have a chance. <laughs> I even got her on yeah. my phone and video and said, "Who's your favorite mom?" She's like, "You." <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I got it on my phone. <laughs> when she passed away. And that can be, you know, at any age, anybody listening who's lost a parent, myself included, both of mine are gone now. It's disorienting to the point of being devastating. Yeah, it crushed me because, like I said, I was living with her and I was taking care of her because she had lightweight CPOD. So I was giving her oxygen when she needed it. But she doesn't actually real mobile. Yeah. But, uh... And I tell you the store every week. We had our little weekly rituals that we did in the store, Walmart, Dollar Tree. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's what we did every week. And I did that for four years. And then when she was gone, and I had been clean for 19 years. And wow. I did almost 15 years in prison. Mm-hmm. And I got out. For four years, I was clean. It wasn't using. And after my mother passed away, I fell back into my addiction. An old friend came by. My mother, I inherited a $200,000 mobile home, paid for, inherited from my mother, right? Being her only son, I got it. <laughs> and uh, I started letting, the, you know, the wrong crowd come around. And, and I was still working, but then I, I was the intersection of Seminary and MacArthur and the AC Transit clipped the front of my 2007 Honda Odyssey, which is my transportation to work. So now I'm trans. I had insurance, so did they, but it was their fault. But we're going through the litigations of it, were. And so what happens is now I'm stuck at the house. No transportation to get to work. The house that I was with my mother in for four years after I got out, and I'm basically having a man for myself, cook, clean, or do all that that my mother kind of did for me. I was the only son. And long story short, uh, I slipped back into my addiction. I let other people come through the house that I shouldn't have, and there was a, I became a monster. Jose, I'm curious. In your opinion, looking back now, was part of that slip because... Uh, of the pain yes. and just the sense of devastation of that kind of loss. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, 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 I'm going to be totally honest. I became angry with God. Mm. I mean, I, I blamed him for the loss of my mother. And I know today that's not right. That wasn't him. But it was just her time to go. She was almost 80. And she was, you know, her body was weak. I mean, CPOD. Like when my sister used to say, you're being selfish. Just let her go. You know I mean? she's It's her time. I mean, so just... But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I was just, I was, like I said, I heard her passing, it, it rocked me. So that got you into a downward spiral. As I recall from the last time we had a chance to visit, you ultimately lost the home. Yeah, I lost the mobile home, paid for it. Yep. Because, I, because of my incarceration, it wasn't getting paid for it, obviously, so that they put a lien against it. All my possessions, all my tools, tools everything. everything. I'm an electrician. I had $1,000 in tools, clothing got boarded up, and because I was gone for so long, I was a year incarcerated, uh, and that's when I cried out to God. I mean, I, I realized that you know, I, mean, I needed to reconnect with God, and uh, and um, 
and I actually I felt conviction. I, I I was out there with my buddies committing crimes, and and I felt conviction. I mean, I didn't. I was. I just. On your pathway back, how did you come to the Bay Area Rescue Mission? Well, I was homeless. I was seeking God. And my sisters told me about it, for one. They said, Jose, there's a place that you can go to. and Because I tried rehabs. And rehab, I was at the J. Cole house. But that's not really a connection with God for yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like and Nancy Reagan's just say no to drugs. Yeah, that's easier work. said than done. Yeah, when I came to the, when I, I didn't know that the Bay Area Mission was a faith-based program. When I got here, I go, you know what? This is God sent. Because I would literally cry out to God. And, and, and literally, like, a month before, because it was on... I got there February 3rd. This was December. I was in the mobile home that was boarded up. I snuck in there. This is how bad I was doing. Into the mobile home that was boarded up. And uh, I, I stayed there. And, and, you know, my, my, and not to mention, my father passed away on Christmas Eve in that mobile home. So I was going through a lot of isolations and tr- troublesome times. Yeah. And, uh, um, oh, uh, but when you got into the Bay Area Rescue Mission, oh, oh, yes, you mentioned that you were delighted to find out that it was a faith-based program. Saying. I was delighted to find out it was a faith-based program. They put me back in touch with the Word, and uh, they got me clean. They got me sober. I've been clean since Thanksgiving of last year. Well, congratulations. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm clear-minded, and I owe it all to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And they, they, uh, they gave me my sanity back, my dignity back. I mean, I was homeless. No clue. I came, I came in with two jackets to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. That's how bad I was doing. You know, one of the most exciting parts about his story, and I th- again, anyone that's lost a parent can relate to this, uh, the notion that when we are in Christ Jesus, we don't really say goodbye. We say so long for now. Right, that's what I say now. We'll see you later, and we will. And that, that is the promise of the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's that kind of promi- promise that is booing Jose's heart. Right. And... Puts a different smile on his face now. He's got a, a, a joyful countenance. Uh, you, you can really tell that God has done a work. And it's because the Bay Area Rescue Mission was there at a time that he really needed somebody to be a friend. I mean, I just think it's, I wish the listeners could see him, right? Because I wrote down when he was talking, he's, he was clean and sober for 19 years. Yeah. Then he said, I became a monster. I and did. I didn't know him as a monster. I knew him when he came in the program. After he's, you know, recommitted his life to the Lord, I've seen him in the warehouse. He's one of the nicest guys in all the guys in our program, right? Thank <laughs> so you. I see him. I give him a hug. I always see him helping out. The, he's, he's the guy who's in the food line giving out these 1.6 million meals, right? Yeah. And so, um, and that con- that countenance you talked about of him saying, hey, he's saying, hey, how are you? Good afternoon. Take one of these. Hey, please only take two of those, you know? And he's on the front lines of our ministry now giving back because yeah. he's received. And, and so and, and, it's just and a hope with others. And, and right. again, as part of that conduit That's that right. you talked about earlier, that now having gone through the challenges that Jose faced, coming into the program, getting reconnected with God, getting his feet firmly established once again, and now engaged in giving back again, I think that's just phenomenal, Jose. Not only reconnecting with God, but I reconnected with my daughter. My Bay Rush Mission reconnected me with my daughter who I hadn't seen for 24 years. Wow. Due to my incarceration for 15 and then her moving to Baltimore, Maryland. But now she flew in from Baltimore, Maryland, came to see me, and I'm talking to her every day. You know, she wants me to be a part of her life. She wants me to be a part of her grand, my grandkids' life. So, I mean, that was a really, that was, a, that was I mean, I was the Bay Rush Mission, yeah. everything. You know what I mean, yeah. they gave me my life back. They gave me my sisters. Because my sisters were mad when I lost them over home. They were kind of upset, you know. 
But they're like, you know what? It's better for you. Yet it's better. It was the best that you lost. And I realized it. I mean, I was I was so focused on monetary things that I wasn't thinking about where it comes from and mm. giving him gratitude. So I think I just had to lose the things that I need to, so I could come to him to make me come to him. And Jose, you're not alone on that. That describes let go, let God, right? Let go, let God. That describes the yeah. condition of man. And I knew I'm more at peace. In fact, I I I think I told you in the last interview. I, I was so devastated when my mother did pass away that I wouldn't. I didn't go to her. Being her only son, I didn't even go to her memorial, her funeral at the at the at the. Whatever. It was that painful, right? Yeah. But I, last month I went. I went and took Bart out, and my sister picked me up and went out to. I drove out to Dixon, and I went to my mother and father's uh, memorial site because she's in a mausoleum. I took her some flowers, called them to the Bay Rescue Mission, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they were nice ones. And uh, yeah, and I That's and I had, I had I had I got a sense of peace. I, I after four years because she died March the twenty sixth of twenty nineteen. Mm. So, you know, Bram, the one thing that stands out of much of of what Jose has shared is the Bay Area Rescue Mission gave me my life back. Yeah, they did. And, and I guess we could you know kind of fine tune that and say it's of course the life changing power of the gospel, mm-hmm. but it's again back to that imagery of the conduit flow of God's love, God's forgiveness, God's restorative power that has been able to touch his life. And it all happens because of the staff, the volunteers, churches from all over the Bay Area that will come and teach classes, will speak at the chapel services, help a volunteer to provide meals and do distribution during both Thanksgiving, Christmas, and throughout the year for that matter. It really is that partnership that's making all the difference. Yeah, and this, this our motto, as you know, is love without limits. And that is so profound, right? Could... Uh, Jose shows up. Would we say so? Um, how long were you in jail? We're not going to, you know, we're not going to decide if you can come in here before that. And how long you've been clean? No, it's without limits. Without limits. Whatever, <laughs> come just as you are. We're going to work all that out, right? We're going to accept you as you are. And we're going to move on from there because that's what God did for us. Well, exactly he did it right. for me. You, what, what you're well, describing it you is know. a great slogan for the Bay Area yeah. Rescue Mission, but it's also demonstrative of what happened at the cross. That's right. It is God showing that there is no border, no barrier, no 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 confinement to His love. That he would care so much that he would sacrifice his only son for us because he so much wants to walk in fellowship and renewed, restored relationship. And clearly, Jose has just that. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. That's what I wanted. And I got baptized August 23rd at Camp Timberwolf, and I'm a child of God. Wow. Another success story. And again, folks, I want to bring it back full circle as we approach the top of the hour and say to you, when when you give, when you hear us asking you to provide resources, to provide meals, this is what happens. It's an opportunity to meet a felt need and then the door, the chance to be able to share a kind word, the good news of the gospel, to really pay it forward, to be that conduit of Christ's love. That's what your partnership with the Bay Area Rescue Mission does tonight. So if you say, well, Craig, you talk a lot about meals. Yeah, meals is kind of the the, the front-facing uh, entree, so to spend, no pun intended, but sort of the, the, the front, front-facing ministry and outreach. Folks come into the Bay Area Rescue Mission for a hot meal. They're hungry. Folks come to receive a Christmas box of hope. 
to provide for their family at Christmas or come into the pantry and receive meals and, and uh, goodies to prepare at home throughout the week. But at the end, it really is about the impact of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And for so many down through the years since the Bay Area Rescue Mission has been around, my goodness, almost 60 years since 1965, it really is about at the core experiencing God's love without limits. So would you do a special thing tonight? Go to the phone, dial 888-367-5329 and give a gift as large as you can. Some people listening tonight would say, Craig, I am tapped out, brother. We are in Christmas time and I've got a lot of responsibilities. I can't write a check for $500. That's okay. You write a check for $10 tonight with the matching grant that'll be doubled. That means you'll be able with just $10 to provide 10 meals to somebody just like Jose, who got his life back because of critical strategic partners, people just like you. We're all together here to make a difference, to help make sure that that love of Christ flows through that conduit. Go to the phone now, 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Remember, Visa, MasterCard, American Express. You can also give your gift via Discover or even by check when you call. Just let the operator know, hey, can I write a check? We'll make sure you get a postage paid envelope back by return mail. 888-367-5329. Now, the phones have gotten a little bit quiet. We want to make sure we keep all of our great volunteers from the Bay Area Rescue Mission busy. So let's be a part of a miracle tonight. 888-367-5329 or online safely and securely. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner right there at the top of our homepage when you go to kfax.com. Yeah, we've been out here for a while, for six months. It sucks. <laughs> Before that, we were living with my sister in an apartment, but she got evicted, and we ended up on the street, and um, I got kicked out of school because I was homeless, so. It's not easy. It's very difficult out here. Most people think we can immediately get a job, fill out applications, and then all of a sudden we have a job. No one wants to hire anyone without an address. Or experience nowadays. If you had three wishes, what would they be? Get off the street. Have a job. Three, be stable. Business, house, new life. Wow, that really spells it out. That is Gino and Erica, homeless on the streets of San Francisco. And, and as you hear expressed there, there's oftentimes this uh, misnomer, and Bram Begonia, you and I have talked about this, the, the image of sort of the bum on the rails with the knapsack, you know, a, that's a very outmoded, outdated, probably inaccurate depiction, even if it was accurate back during the Great Depression. And yet today, so often, it's women, women with children, even couples, who say, hey, lost a job, lost an apartment, now we're on the streets trying to go get a job. They say, okay, fill out a resume, we'll get back to you. What's your mailing address? I have none. What's your email address? I don't have access to a computer. It is almost as if the system unintentionally is designed to make it almost impossible for people that are down on their luck to crawl their way back out. And we have a large number of men and women in our emergency shelters who have full-time jobs. Some of them have two jobs, right? So this is no, oh, they're late. No, they're not lazy. They're working hard. They can't afford, just like many people that we know, family and friends, who are living paycheck to paycheck. And that paycheck ran out for some of these uh, men and women. 
And so they've found other means or they've overextended their stays in their families' homes or whatever the case may be. And we have a large population of unhoused individuals. I talked to some friends of mine over the Thanksgiving holiday, Saturday of Thanksgiving. They've got a new baby. The apartment that they've been in is too small. Mm-hmm. Her father's not doing well health-wise. He's an older gentleman. So they thought, we're going to get a little larger place and provide more room for the baby and space for dad as well. Great idea. Makes perfect sense. $3,000 a month in rent. Mm-hmm. Security deposit of $3,000. We're now at six. Oh, but wait. The landlords had some bad experiences, so we want first and last month's rent. We need a total of $9,000 cash to start. Mm-hmm. Oh, then, by the way, because they don't have great credit, they have to put a deposit down on the PG&E. They have to pay a moving company to move the furniture from point A to point B. So now we're up around somewhere in the neighborhood of ten grand, five hundred, almost pushing $11,000. And, you know, maybe you're blessed and that's walking around pocket change. But for most people in the Bay Area that are just living a middle-income lifestyle, for a young family to come up with 11000 to $12,000 in cash on a dime, impossible. You might as well say the deposit of a million dollars. And then you also, even if you get a job, we helped you with vocational training, and you've saved up that money in our program now. No, you're competing against 20 other people who want that same spot. Mm-hmm. Your credit may not be there. Your your references may not be there. So, you know, we've actually taken that as part of our strategic plan, that challenge on and saying we're going to do better. We're going to buy sober living environments. We're going to buy transitional homes so that our men and women who are graduating from our program can have another 36 months to save up and we can take care of them, have Some, a next step. Sometimes people are not looking for a hand out. They're looking for a hand up. They're just looking for a little bit of breathing room. And, mm-hmm. you know, your partnership, your giving helps to provide that, you know, for, for a family that's struggling. And, and it's tight at this time of the year. <clears throat> You're spending more money with PG&E because you got to keep the house warm because it's 36 degrees out at night. And so as you're doing that, the bills are going up. And if somebody comes along and says, guess what? We're going to give you a box of food that will provide for your entire family for an entire week. Your first reaction is probably disbelief, and your second reaction is probably tears of joy. Your gift can make that kind of difference. Be that kind of blessing when you call 888-367-5329. Here once again to give that phone number out much slower. (laughs) And for an update from the call center with all of our great volunteers from the Bay Area Rescue Mission is Jordan Michaels. Hey, you know, you did that pretty well. You like that? You You, know what? I might after in, In 20 or 30 or 40 years, I might get at the hang of it. I'm yes. impressed. Well, you're, you're what, two-thirds of the way through. So, <laughs> Triple eight. You did good. 888-367-5329. That is a number to call. We have one person we want to thank, Robert of Oakland. Robert, thank you so much for your gift of $300. That is doubled, Robert. That's $600, and we're so grateful for that. Thank you for that. You know, Craig, I was thinking, this is the first week of Advent. It is the week of hope and you guys were just talking about some pretty hopeless situations a little bit ago of that couple on the streets of san francisco wow it just sounds sounded so hopeless but you know there is hope 
And while we are in this Advent week of hope, and what is this hope we're waiting for? That is the return of Jesus, isn't it? That's our hope. That's what we're hoping for. But while we're here, we don't want to neglect to do good and to share what we have for of such sacrifices are pleasing to God. And that is why we're here, isn't it? Those two words, to please God, that's what we're all about. We want to please God and we want to share whatever He has given us, the the hope and the love, and in a very tangible way. And this is a perfect example of doing that. Sharing, sharing meals, sharing whatever is needed, basic necessities of life. You know, something as simp- simple as a meal. The meal that you provide for someone could very well be the beginning of a new life for them because they're going to hear about the gospel. They're going to be loved and accepted for who they are. They're they're going to be taught so many uh, different things that they need just to live life and to get back integrated into society. And that's what the Bay Area Rescue Mission does. We are just in full support of the mission, and I love it when they are with us. And we just want to be hearing our phones ring. The number again, 888 In this next half hour, we'd like to be able to adopt 100 needing families. And the easy way to do that with the Grand Challenge, which doubles your gift tonight, it's simple. I'll give you an idea of what we need. We need four listeners right now that would pick up the phone and call 888-367-5329 and give a one-time gift of $250. Four of you to call right now and give a gift of $250. And with that Grand Challenge, We'll be able to adopt 100 needy Bay Area families. Let's hear from you right now. 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. All right, let's meet some new friends here in studio with me today is Harley and Kiela. Kiela, let me start with you. I noticed as we were talking a bit about some of the challenges related to first month's last month security deposit all of that burden you you were you were shaking your head i i would imagine that 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 kind of resonates with you tell us a bit about your story um well first i was in the foster care system and when i got my first um apartment i did not know how how things worked so when it came down to the first month's rent and last month's rent and a um deposit and moving from city to city that becomes a lot of money yeah a lot of money that i don't have and um so that was pretty difficult and i could understand so yeah walk us through a bit of your your experience what was going on in your life before you got involved with the bay area rescue mission um well like i said i uh, kind of grew up in the foster care system but um I had some hope. I finished school, I graduated, and then when I uh, transitioned out, I was in a apartment with um, another girl, and it was paid and all, all of that, and that's when it, stuff kind of went downhill. My, my drinking became... A lot. Um, And then I started using um, drugs and um, not taking care of myself. And um, luckily I don't have any children, but um, I just gave up. Mm. 
on myself and I, I, I didn't have anyone and um, a lot of that pain and, and trauma came from the foster care sure. system. And and not having a sense of whether, you know, even if we kind of you know make some bad choices, yeah. our family will be there to, you know, bail us out or give us a place to stay. It's different in your case. Yeah. And I, so you really, the only one that you can rely upon, the only one I can trust is me. And then if you can't trust yourself anymore because you start making bad decisions or wrong choices, that's... That's a big burden. Yeah. What brought you to the Bay Area Rescue Mission? How did you find out about it? Um, well, I couldn't keep up with the rent. Yeah. Rent became expensive for a two-bedroom. It was like, what, almost $2,000? But when I first moved in, it wasn't that much. So could not afford the rent. And so um, I got evicted, mm. and I had to sell my guinea pigs and my cat and... <laughs> Everything that was a part of home um, I had to give up. So um, I was taking care of my mom, and we ended up back here at, at Barm. And my mom previously um, was here. Um, so, yeah, she told me about this place, and um, I said, okay, well, let's go. And um, I came here, and I... At first, I was trying to pretend that everything was fine and I didn't have a problem with drinking and drugs and because I'm a functioning addict, which in my opinion is one of the worst types of um, addicts. Mm. Um, but I do, um, you know, coke, alcohol <laughs> on a daily basis. And um, so... I was tired of being tired, I guess. I was, wow. I was tired, just tired of being tired. And I wanted to be honest with myself for once. Is that common in your, your observation, Bram? Kiela saying, you know what, I just got to the point where I'm not just tired. I'm tired of being tired. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a phrase that we hear all the time. And that's why there's so much peace. You know, I, I told you before, I, I did a night in the shelter with our men. And I've worked the shift at the emergency shelter. And you would think, well, what's going on in a shelter in the middle of the night? Nothing. It's so peaceful. It's quiet because people are tired. And when they're in the safe place, when they've been living in this kind of scarcity mode and uh, on high alert awareness the whole time, by the time they have a warm meal, a place to stay, and they don't have to worry about safety, it's time to rest. Right? And it's just like you're now in a safe haven. It's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. It's not perfect. You know, this young lady had to adjust to living with 78 other ladies, right? Right, And kids. It's not perfect, but, you know, there's a sense of community, right? And, and, and our staff's not perfect, but there's a sense of care, right? And, and love. And so, and grace, I mean, abounding grace to overcome the facts of the different cultures and the different things that are taking place to just being community together. In fact, I mean, we, how often we take it for granted when we lay our head down on the pillow at night, mm -hmm. we don't think about, might I be attacked or assaulted or what terrible thing might happen to me? We're in the comfort and safety of our, you know, bedclothes, under the sheets, in the bedroom, in the house or apartment or whatever. And that grants us a sense of, of security when that's stripped away from you. Mm -hmm. Like in Kiela's case where 
you know, the rent keeps doing this, and if the employment checks are not doing this, guess what? It becomes an intolerable set of circumstances, and then all of a sudden, you know, every night is 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 not something you look forward to. It's something that you almost fear. Yeah, and on the streets, there's a, there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of activity. There's a lot of entrepreneuring going on in yeah. the community. but And there's a lot of dangerous activities taking place. But when you're inside the gates of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, that's hallowed ground. That's the safety. That's the safe refuge. And um, and I think there's also respect for those that are that are around us. That this is you know whatever's taking place, you got you got to leave this place alone yeah. because they're they're doing the work that everyone thinks about doing, but nobody wants to do. Yeah. And and there's a lot of people that are working through challenges and confronting personal demons and things of that sort. And even as Kiela mentions, the idea of coming to terms with dealing with drug addiction and the fact that she was high functioning. Uh, and sometimes the sense of denial that can come with that, that you can almost fool yourself into thinking, yeah, it's okay, I can handle this, I got this. Um, and then eventually that, that dam kind of breaking. Kiela, I'm curious in your case, in the time now that you've been with the Bay Area Rescue Mission, how has things changed for you? <laughs> I, um, I've gotten closer to God um, and... I recently just got baptized Ooh, in November, the end of November. Um, I am making bonds with people, healthy bonds, not not toxic. And um, my mom, she was in the program. She did leave. She did relapse, and she wanted to go do her own thing. But I stayed, and that that showed that. Um, I have strength now, and I, I'm I'm taking care of you. Taking care of you myself. Yeah, and, uh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah, and I love the way she. This is not television. If it were, you would have seen the way she lit up when I asked that question. That's very neat. I appreciate you sharing, Harley. Let me let me pivot to you. Kind of the same question, I guess. What was going on that brought you to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission? Well, my life was in um, a chaos. Once again, I, 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 I had made a bad choice that turned into about a year and a half fight. Um, I've been out of prison for like eight years now. I had, I had came to Christ about six years ago, and it's been an up and down. Like a, It's like a roller coaster, and just uh, I, 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 I would um, do good for about three. I did good uh, in sobriety for about three years, and... Um, I had a good relationship with God. I, I, I was serving, and um, just one bad decision turned mm-hmm. into a year and a half fight. Um, till you know, I came in broken, knocking on God's door, um, and I don't regret it. I don't regret surrendering and submitting to Him. Um, um, he's a good God. Amen. And sometimes, you know, I think people need to understand. We need to cut each other some slack. That sometimes it only takes one bad decision that you make in the haste. You're not thinking. You make the decision, and then wow, it comes back to really bite you. Yes. Um. This last time that I was out there, and and I, I was I was homeless again, once again, uh, just broken, and um, I, I I was really really close to losing my life, and um, it was time for me to just uh, make a change, and um. Uh, I'm not from the Bay Area, so I had a friend that was up here. He was also doing the same thing, and uh, 
they pointed me in this direction and you know seven months later me and God re- are rebuilding I'm rebuilding this relationship with God and uh he's working in my life and it's 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 amazing what uh, the mercy and grace that God do you think thank you do you feel like you're you're kind of pushing past then the results of that bad decision and moving into a place where you're more in control more in control yes definitely more in control um so I'm not from here, so my family members are somewhere else. But I, I get a chance to, uh, you know, I talk to them over the phone and we we conversate, and they give me a lot of support. Uh, um, come graduation, you know, they'll be up here. Cool, great. Yes, yeah, come graduation, they'll be up here, and uh, I got to uh, go uh, see one of my sons, my last, my well, my son's senior game, and uh, I got to go up there and w- went on the Amtrak. Seen the senior game because I've been to uh, to a sophomore game, a junior game, and a senior game now, and uh, they got to see that how God's working in my life once again, and that uh, the transformation there. And that must be a proud moment for you too to be able to see your son on the. Yes, I, I got cool. to see them, and it, it, it was good. And you know, I get to text them, and I get to talk to them, and I send them scriptures, and it, it, um, it's just it's a slow process, but uh, I. I you know, I, there was a lot of pain. I was never really there in their life. So, uh, and I, th- that's the same thing for me. Like, I, I grew up without a father figure. And, and so I always ran for the streets. And, you know, I had a lot of chaos in my life. And now I see who my heavenly father mm-hmm. is and the, mm-hmm. the love that he has for me. And it just, it's just so awesome. And, and the beautiful thing is that, that at the very core of the gospel message is restoration and reconciliation. I mean, when you think about it, Bram, I mean, the whole reason why... God came down is because he wanted to walk in fellowship with each and every one of us, all four of us in this room, everybody listening via radio or the Internet right now. God wanted to have a relationship with each and every one of us, and he provided the means by which we might be forgiven to be reconciled, to rebuild, to enjoy a relationship. Now, on the human level, sometimes that takes a lot of work and a lot of forgiving. But you know what? As we look at God's model of the, his ability to forgive us and move past all of that, that our sins are far in, in his memory as the east is from the west. Uh, you know, I, I believe that God, because he's in the restoration and reconciliation business, over time will do the same thing relationally as well and rebuild families and reconnect and, uh, and be able to push past all of the junk in the past and move forward. And there's a reason for it. You know, I'm, I'm listening to Q and I'm like, all that she's been through is for a reason. And the next time somebody's coming from the foster care system that nobody else on our team will be like, I, I, I can't relate to that. I've never been through that. She, she's the one. Absolutely. You know, and she's the one that say, hey, I've, I've been there and I've made these sacrifices, these tough choices. And, and who knows what that her mom might see the change That's and right. the stability and say, wow, you know what? You can do it flesh of my flesh yeah that gives me hope and at the end as we've been sharing tonight it's about keeping that conduit of of, of love and of hope flowing your gift makes that all possible by the way as we talk about providing meals helping somebody come in off the street uh, that just needs a little bit of a break uh that's just tired of being tired your gift can be the gateway that they come in for a meal and stay for so much more during this christmas time we want to make sure that needy families have food that folks that are struggling to make ends meet fighting the cost of 
rent, fighting the cost of food, fighting the cost of, of energy to keep the house warm, things of that sort. Your gift can go so far in making such a profound difference. Go to the phone right now and give that gift in partnership with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. When you consider your end of year giving, remember every dollar you give is not only matched dollar for dollar, but each dollar you give is fully tax deductible. When you call toll free, 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Remember Visa, MasterCard, American Express, and Discover Card. Even gift the gift by check if you'd like. When you call in, just let the operator know, hey, can I send you a check? Absolutely. But call tonight so we know how much you will be giving so that we can count that toward the total tonight. 888-367-5329. Let me give it out one more time slowly because this is uh, particularly important for folks like Jordan Michaels who apparently don't listen fast enough. 888 <laughs> 367-5329. And for the rest of us, 888-367-5329. I'm giving her a hard time because I know she's listening. Maybe. Online at kfax.com. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. Remember, your gift tonight with the matching grant provides a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or, woman or child. $5 tonight with the matching grant will provide five meals. Maybe you're somebody that can give a gift tonight of $1,000. That'll provide 1,000 meals when you call toll-free right now, 888 888- Three six seven five three two nine. Go to the phone. Make that call right now. This is my daughter Oshea. She's one and a half. Tell me about being a homeless. Yeah. Well, we've been homeless actually for like two and a half months, three months. We've moved. I was in here on July eleventh, and we left. So we came back here to try again. I had a one-bedroom house. I was going to school at the time. I couldn't find daycare, so I had to discontinue myself and move out of my one-bedroom because it was way too small for me and my children. Yeah, that's how we became homeless. We've been looking for a house for like two months now. Landlord, it's not the problem looking for a house and going to look at the houses. It's um, the landlords, they don't want to wait the rest like half a month for the rest of the rent. It's worried about a home right now. No problem. Wow, and that is the reality in which we live. Welcome back, 888-367-5329, 888-367-5329. The reality faced by growing numbers of Bay Area families. I read online the other day, Bram, that the San Francisco Bay region is home to three of the most top ten expensive places to live on the planet. I would think Rome, Paris, New York City, Chicago. And the list they came back with included San Francisco, San Jose, and Oakland. Three of the top ten in the planet, on the planet. Wow. And it's demonstrative of the stories that we're hearing tonight that we oftentimes get this picture, these people are lazy, they don't want to work, they don't want to control their drinking, not understanding these are real people that are really hurting and oftentimes they just need somebody to say hey come in out of the cold lay down rest for a while and let's give you a chance to get back on your feet again encourage you 
and along the way, hopefully introduce you to this amazing Jesus that we serve. And I'm reminded of that incredible sign that greets folks when they first come through the doors there on McDonald Avenue. If you haven't a friend in the world, you'll find one here in Jesus. Yeah, and that's a really all-encompassing, right? It's unconditional love, come just as you are, love without limits, and finding a friend. And we literally mean in the physical sense, like like we were talking to Q, that we didn't have anybody to, pe- to depend on. And then also in the spiritual sense, like, you know, even if that person fails you, the Lord's never going to fail you. He's never going to forsake you. And many of our people are just seeking that because so many people have already failed them, right? And you know, I think that I'm a great father, a great husband. I failed so many times, right? Mm. Right? And so the Lord is not going to fail you. And we just want to keep reiterating that to our staff and to our um, uh, the community guests and to the residents of our program. When folks give a gift and they say, I'm going to call 888 and make a contribution of $20, 50 200 2000 whatever that might number might be, they might say, but Bram, how do I know that it really makes a difference? I understand. I've heard the stories. I'm encouraged by the stories. But what happens in like a year or two or three or four? And one of the things that I love about the Bay Area Rescue Mission, years ago, you guys started an alumni program. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity, maybe you can explain to listeners, to, to really not only connect with folks that have been through the program through the years, check in on them, but to be able to reconnect with some amazing stories to find out that a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years later, they're still working, they're still serving the Lord, they're still going to church, they're still sober, that that secret sauce of the relationship with Jesus Christ has made the difference and it keeps on making a difference. It's, it's one of the many secrets to our success. The 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 more alumni we have, the more successful our program is. And it's a brotherhood and it's a sisterhood. It's a big brother and it's a big sister that's saying, you know, we have staff members who say, this is the bed that I came in mm. in 1994. I went through the program. And I'm clean and sober 30 years. And they can say, so you can't say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. I've been in that bed that you've yeah. been in. Yeah. I've been in the program. <laughs> I had the same things. I had to you know, work hard to get my pass just, just like those you did. Windows. Right? I couldn't do this <laughs> and that. When they, they had a vocation program, all that. And they graduate. And they can say, look, I'm going to be walking with you right, six months from now when you graduate. A year from now, we're going to check in. We had a few alumni who have been really great. Uh, one of them lives in Utah. Uh, Wayne knows their name. It's slipping my mind right now. There's others who they've just passed away. They've lived a great life, right? They've been giving back, and they're now with the Lord. And so we're tracking people through their entire lives now and saying they're still a part of this transformed, we call it family of God, right, that are continuing to support each other. So you can call. And we have people come back, Greg. The, the reality of the situation is, you know, we have a very successful program, but somehow, some way. One of our graduates, 10, 15 years ago, might go, you know what? I messed up. And that's all right. And you come right back. It's, it's not okay. Now Now we have a limit, Craig. You've been in here yeah, once. Right. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. You know, no. Yeah, it's no. still the same. Nothing has changed, right? And so the, the foundation is still there, and you can still come on back, and we're still going to help you. One of the guys earlier talked about having gone through rehab multiple times, mm-hmm. but restoration, reconciliation, 
renewal or restoration of relationships. Those are the R words that are really, again, that part of the secret sauce of the Bay Area Rescue Mission that makes such a profound difference. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to get across to listeners tonight. You work hard for your money. You want to be a good steward of that which God has entrusted you to. You want to make sure that where you invest in the kingdom, that you're going to see kingdom returns. And one of the great joys is the Bay Area Rescue Mission cares enough, takes the time to actually track the performance over years, decades in some cases, to demonstrate that while some secular rehab programs are just met with an awful rate of recidivism and not in a good way, the key of reconciliation, renewal, restoration, and relationship with Christ is that which makes the difference in the world. Those are the things that you care about. Then go to the phone right now. Make that gift in support of the Bay Area Rescue Mission. 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. Or online safely and securely. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage when you go to kfax.com. Lorraine joins us in studio. Lorraine, Merry Christmas to you. Welcome. Merry Christmas. Tell us a bit about what was going on in Lorraine's life just before you came to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. I was lost. I was lost. I was broken. Um, I was homeless for five years. Wow. I was in abusive marriage. That's what made me become homeless. And um, hmm, I, I just was lost. And I was... Um, by me being in an abusive marriage, that's what made me turn to drugs. Because that was my... Escape? <laughs> it was my escape. It, it was my comfort. Mm-hmm. It was a way of kind of numbing the pain. Yes. And plus the past, and then plus the loss of my mother, too. Mm-hmm. So it was all coming together. Part of your familial support system disappears. Then you're dealing with an abusive situation. And that happens, Bram, with such great frequency. I would imagine that a lot of the women that come to the program and come to the new women's shelter say, you know what, I'm just tired of being a floor mat because of either physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, maybe all of the above. And women just get tired of being treated mm-hmm. like dirt. Yeah, there, there's a high level, high percentage of uh, women in our program who are fleeing domestic violence. There's also a large percentage of men. They may not say it at first when they come in our program, but it's happening to them yeah, too. It can go and, both ways, absolutely. Part of that story is not only you know, are they fleeing something, but you had to be brave to do that. Mm, yes. Right? You had to say, no, enough is enough. Yeah. Even if it was five years. Yeah. At some point you said, enough is enough, and I'm out. Sometimes that kind of threat can be so severe that a woman is afraid to leave because the abuser is outright sad. And if you dare step out that door, you'll never take another step again. Mm-hmm. And it becomes normal, Craig, sometimes. That's, that's the danger. We heard before that, you know, if, if your dad gets drunk three times a day, mm-hmm. you're thinking, oh, what? Well, that's normal. Mm-hmm. Family of origin. That's normal, right? Or if this yeah. is how my husband or brother or whoever treats me this way, it's normal. It must be happening to others. Dad beat up mom. Likely story is the dad's son will probably wind up beating up 
his wife someday because he thinks that's normal. Uh, you were very brave, Lorraine, to finally say, even after you'd spent time anesthetizing the pain and kind of using that as an escape, you finally said, that's it, enough is enough. What brought you to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission? Because um, I, I got tired of being tired of being tired. Because mm. before I had got married, I used to, I used to smoke crap. I stopped smoking crack going into a marriage, so hopefully it would be better. So by the abuse, it made me started doing drugs, and I got tired of doing it. And some of the hallucinations that the drugs was doing to me made me say, it's time for me yeah, to stop. It must be scary. Yes, and you know, me being the only African-American female out there in the fields by myself, what made it like it's time to not a safe environment no it's not when you came to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission what was your first impression I, I, I had to do it my first impression was I have to do it but I still felt like I was scared mm-hmm. you know I still felt like it wasn't a safe place I felt like I was being followed I felt like I was being watched I felt like people inside the mission is coming to watch me to make sure that I'm here that I'm not going nowhere to where I won't go back home they don't you know it's like the people don't want me back there Mm -hmm. some of that paranoia kind of follow you in yes once you got involved in the program and you began conversing with some of the other women in the program, the other ladies, and begin studying and what have you, how did your life begin to change? Well, it started changing by me starting to be able to speak that I'm not the only one that has that has the problem. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times I've it's always... Being in an abusive relationship, you always blame yourself. You're wrong. For it. Yeah, you're, it's so all I know your fault. By being there, other women can talk to them about the problem in the situation. They was letting me know and was comforting me in my situation because they've been there. Wow, that must have been an enormous relief of that burden. I mean, yes. because when you've been pounced on for so long and told you're worthless, you're bad, there's problems here, and it's all your fault, your fault, your yes. fault. And to find out, guess what? Some other woman had the exact same lies told her. Yes. You're not alone in this. And guess what? You're also not the one who's solely at fault. That's got to be an enormous relief of a burden. Yes, it is. As you've moved along through the program, how has your outlook on life changed? And, and the way you see yourself changed? Well... The, pro, the program is helping me a lot because it is allowing me to get my GED. Wow, good, wonderful. Yes. So that's, that's, a, that's an important, you know, people say, well, big deal. Mm-hmm. Listen, for folks that don't have it, yes. and for whatever reason never finished high school, to be able to get that, not only a sense of, hey, I can actually see something through to fruition and accomplish something here, but then the tool that that provides them to be able to go out and get better employment. Good yes, deal. after 54 years, going to, all of a sudden going back to school, do you get your GED? Yeah. Wow. Now, see, you're a, you're a superwoman. That's, that's, that's I tell you what, kids at 17 have a tough time studying. If you can go back to school at that age and successfully get your GED, let me show you some love. Good for you. That's fantastic. That's, that's a stat breaker. Right. Absolutely, it is. That's a stat breaker. Yes, it that, is. That might, she might be the first one in her family in a generation, right? And once you start that, right, now, now that for her family and moving forward 
can be like, no, that's a standard, mm-hmm. right? That's and we're going to keep going higher than that, right? So that really is a stat breaker. Yeah. I, I want to hear when she comes back after she's got her AA. That's right. <laughs> you can do it, too. Right. You yes. can. You can absolutely do yes. it. And that sense of renewed sense of, of respectability, a sense of self-worth, now that you see yourself not through the eyes of your abuser, but through the eyes of Christ, how liberating that is, Brown. Mm-hmm. It's, it, so overcoming addiction is very hard to do, right? O- overcoming anything is very hard. And when you hear that it's all come together, Right, and the men and women in our program are overcoming those things, overcoming uh, massive trauma. And then, and that's just the beginning, right? This is a year. That's mm-hmm. you know, if you've been on the streets for five, you've only been in a program for one. You might have been addicted for ten years, yeah. right? Incarcerated for nineteen. This is just the beginning of a story. The, the there are many more pages yes. that are going to be written. Story is still being written, and absolutely. Still, and, and it's it's a hope. It's and it's again, it's transforming generations to come. But every day, inch by inch. Greater sobriety, greater sense of self-worth, self-value, all of those little mini successes that all, in a a cumulative way, Mm -hmm. add up to overcoming tremendous odds, tremendous challenges, and being able to become a fully participatory participatory member of society, Mm -hmm. getting a GED, getting a degree, going to work. Being able to pay for your own apartment, being involved in church on a regular basis, and to see the cycles of past failures and drug abuse and, and a sense of, of lack of self-worth, to see those cycles broken, that's exciting. Yeah, it's, be- it's better than the success rate, right, because it's when you come back and you start serving. And you start giving, and now you're sustaining your life. And but when you when you really come back and start serving, that's that's the breakthrough. Absolutely, because now it's not about you. Yeah, you've now overcome that, and you're giving back. And the four men and women that are here tonight, Craig, their program directors, right, had to choose from a lot of men and women. So even there, even our staff have seen. You know what? I've seen something in these. Yeah, these are the ones but I really see. These are the ones. I'm going to send absolutely yeah. to Dr. Craig tonight. I'm going to send these. Yeah. Right, and it's because they see the trajectory of where they're going. And tonight has been a a, a microcosm, a, a simple sample of of the broader impact of the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Not only over time since 1965, but but the breadth and depth of men and women and children and people overcoming addictions, overcoming bad habits, overcoming the lack of of an education. Uh, lack of life skills, all of these issues that in the end spell sustained success. And this is really what your giving helps to accomplish. Again, it's keeping that pipeline of love and hope open and flowing. Your gift today makes sure that the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission stay open, the lights stay on, the meal preparation and service continues, the life skills program continues to be there, the recovery program is available to anybody that needs it, the women's shelter, the family shelter, even the overnight stays where somebody just trying to come in out of the cold, receive a meal, and be able to stay for a chapel and learn who Jesus is. This is really the totality of what your giving does when you call 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. 
888-367-5329. Remember, right now, thanks to the Matching Grant Challenge, every dollar you give this evening will be doubled. So whether you give a dollar or 10 or 500, don't want to discourage you. If you want to give $5,000 or even $50,000, we're going to figure out a way to make that match work. 888-367-5329. Let's head back over to the call center real quick and get an update. We've got Jordan Michaels there working on our number. Let me do the quick math here. Our number 13 and uh, plenty of coffee, no doubt, is helping to keep her (laughs) engine sustained. And I would suppose the energy in that room is helping a lot, too, Jordan. Well, you know what? It's a cider. (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost done with mine here. It's not bad at all. The apple cider. Yeah, the apple cider. It's pretty good, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it's a season for something like that. So we do have a couple people we need to thank. We have Edwin of Pinole, his gift of $100. Thank you for that, Edwin. That turns into $200. We have another anonymous gift of $150. That turns into $300. And I'm going to give you the number to call. It is 888-367-5329. All right. Thank you very much for that update from the call center, Jordan Michaels. Joining me now in studio is Barbara Wallace. Barbara handles donor engagement for the Bay Area Rescue Mission. She's one of the friendly people that you will talk about or talk with, rather, um, when you talk about planned giving, when you talk about more bang for your buck and investing in the kingdom. And uh, Barbara, welcome. Good to have you with us. Thank you. It's great to be here. What a delightful job you have because you get a chance to meet with a lot of the folks that are even calling tonight that have given a gift to the Bay Area Rescue Mission and get a chance to tell them the totality of the sort of that 30,000 foot high picture of what the Bay Area Rescue Mission is doing and how their partnership can keep that pipeline of hope flowing. I have one of the best jobs in the world because I get to pick up the phone or show up at somebody's door and say, hey, can we go to lunch? Can we go to coffee? And I get to meet these incredibly compassionate and generous people who want to help Um, folks who are struggling, folks who are on the street or they're hungry, they're homeless, they don't know where to go, what to do. And, you know, these are friends of Bay Area Rescue Mission who some have given since 1965. Literally, I have talked to folks. There's one lady that I talked to and I said, how did you first find out about Bay Area Rescue Mission? Well, when they first opened my (laughs) church, I was in high school and my church came and we helped paint the building. Her her, um, connection with Farm goes back to the very beginning. And so I get to talk with all these incredible people who are so loving and such believers, what better job? Yeah, right? absolutely. And particularly the opportunity to talk with donors and help them understand the difference that they're given, the giving is making, mm-hmm. and, and the opportunity that we have to continue to do so much more. Bram, you alluded to this, and I don't want to get into, down a rabbit hole here, but you alluded to sober living facilities and the recognition that so often people that come through the program, they've graduated, they're clean, they're sober, they're happy, they're functioning well. They even have a job. Now they're trying to go and find a place to live. And we're right back to that 3,000 first, 3,000 last, 3,000 for the month. Come up with 9, 10, 11 grand. 
in an instant impossible. And so a lot of the programs that Bay Area Risk Commission is working on with an eye toward the future is to make sure that we can we can guarantee people sustained involvement in the community and sustained sobriety. And so at the end of the day, being able to kind of share that vision with with folks that are partners with the Bay Area. Folks listening right now, what a joy that is. To be able to share the stories of, I want you to know what your gift did. You know, your gift did this. We, you know, Michelle, she came in, she was suicidal. She told me, she said, I was, I was ready to just end it all. Living near the railroad tracks in a tent and, you know, on drugs, you know, the whole thing. Someone said, no, don't do that. Go to the mission. She completed the program. She, in her vocational training, she went to Richmond Build. She got into the building trade. She now has a union job. She has a two bedroom apartment. Um, that she pays 30% of her rent. Her teenage son is living with her. And she said, when I graduated, I had no idea that I would be so happy. I just thought I was coming to um, get sober and learn about Jesus. But I had no idea my life would literally turn around like this and I would be this happy. What a joy. Uh, Rumor has it, at least in terms of my well-placed spies, that you have a bit of a nickname. Is it true that, that kind of quietly within the Bay Area Rescue Mission, they refer to you as <clears throat> the cookie lady? <laughs> um, uh, that, they probably refer to me as a lot of things. <laughs> the cookie lady. Yeah. Yeah, right now. Uh, and now I've, I've embarrassed her, so let's let the cat out of the bag what that she, means, Bram. She is a personal touch. She is delivering uh, boxes of cookies to our donors personally. I think her route Some. is 900 miles. Some. Not all of them. Some donors. But, yeah. But yeah. The people Otherwise, she's met that's been here, assigned to her. To go right? see. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just that personal touch to say thank you. Yeah. I mean, to and, just and, really And to be able you. to share the stories, which that's I love. Right. And also to bring a little bit of Christmas cheer and a little bit of, uh, you know, Satisfaction for the sweet tooth that Christmas never hurts either. That's right. great. Right. Well, Barbara, um, thank you for sharing a bit. And uh, if you, in your travels, get a chance to meet folks that are donors to the Bay Area Rescue Mission that found out about it through KFAX, thank them for me. Would Can you? I tell you that I uh, I was on the phone on Wednesday. It was after Tuesday giving, uh, whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. Giving, giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday huh? And I was calling to say thank you to the folks who gave. And one, it was a first-time donor. And I said, how did you find out about the Bay Area Rescue Mission? And she said, I listened to KFAX all the time on my way home from church. And I heard, of, that's where I heard about Bay Area Rescue Mission. And she has started giving Bless to us. Heart. So, yes. That's great. That's part of that uh, that pipeline that we've been talking about tonight, that conduit of love and encouragement and hope uh, that we want to make sure it gets spread to every needy, hurting person listening to this program, everybody here in the San Francisco Bay Area, to understand what real love without limits is all about and to show that particularly during the Christmas season. As we prepare to wrap up tonight's program, I want to again mention that um, even as we um, send the folks from the Bay Area Rescue Mission home for the evening, 
team. We're going to insist, Bram, that you come back tomorrow. Love it. And we'll let you in the door if you bring cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send the cookies. All right. And Barbara will send the cookies and uh, bring more folks with you because I'd love to hear some more of these stories. And I bet the listeners will be blessed to hear more of these stories, too. Stories of lives being changed and your partnership helps make the difference. As we wrap up the show, you say, oh, but Craig, I want to give a gift. And, you know, we've been listening and my wife and I are going to sit down. My spouse and I are going to talk about what we want to give. What number do I call after you finish the show? Make it easier for you. Go online to KFAX.com. You'll find the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner right there at the top of our homepage. Click on that link. You can give your gift online safely and securely. Find out more about the ministry and work of the Bay Area Rescue Mission and its impact in changing lives for a brighter tomorrow. I want to thank Jordan Michaels for staying up late. And Jordan, uh, have plenty of coffee and cider prepared because we're going to make you come back tomorrow. Bram is going to be here. Barbara's going to send cookies over. And uh, we'll hear more great stories. For you listening, God bless you. Thank you so much for your calling, your caring, your giving. You're standing in partnership with the Bay Area Rescue Mission, demonstrating truly here at home in the Bay Area what love without limits is all about. I'm Craig Roberts. We thank you for listening. And a reminder as we wrap up the show, to be sure to tune in tomorrow night for more. Bram Begonia will be back with more of the gang from the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And as we always wrap up the program, I remind you, don't just keep the faith. Get on out there and share it. Make it a great Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> Make it a great Tuesday evening or whatever day it is. I'm Craig Roberts. Till next time. So long. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.